The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you start a yogurt business? <laughs> Sorry, Brady said something funny. Yeah, Brady said something funny. Uh, and that's a glorious time. I'm getting all these emails from guys who are just fed up with this the tampon thing. But what Chris Taylor says, why did Tiger have a tampon readily available? Because he was going to be funny that day. He's they've, like Carrot they've Top. had that joke. Right. Between they probably the two of them passed him back years. and forth. Like a, yeah. he's, he loads his bag with props. Well, you hilarious. Or it's one, it's the last guy that had it. Yeah, it could be. It gets passed around. But even if it wasn't, even if it was the first time he'd done it, he brought it just in case because clearly there'd been a conversation going, I'm going to outdrive you every hole. All right, lady. Do and it. they got paired up for the first two days together. Right. He's got a prop bag with him. I mean, he, he's what is he, Fozzie Bear? Waka, yeah. waka, 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 waka. <laughs> Let me reach in. The guys, some guys have jokes in their bag. For sure. Like crazy. It's annoying sometimes because the jokes are very rarely funny. That's a good one. Alan said, this weekend I had two putts go short on me. And after the second one, I said out loud, hit it with your purse, pussy. <laughs> uh, women's equality is just another excuse for them to cry. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Wow. Says, uh, man, you couldn't be more right about guys' humor and women not getting it. One of my buddies is a combat vet. He lost both of his legs. He's got no legs. As his friends were such pricks, for his birthday this year, we got soccer balls and jump ropes. <laughs> Not one wife thought it was funny. That's the last birthday party with them. Why would you do that to him? He's got no legs. Precisely because he has no legs <laughs> is why we did that to him, which is hilarious. Uh, Scott it's like Haines nobody had- will talk about. You know, what it's in the room. Like, the guy's got a nail in his head. Right, well, the nail in his Notice. head thing. That's a woman's problem. Yeah. Uh, this one says, uh, I wanted to see uh, Justin Tom- Thomas hand Tiger Woods a driver's license manual. Because <laughs> that would have been great. We'll watch everybody get upset about that. Uh, and then uh, Scott makes a great point. Says, you know what just happened here? Uh, Tiger Woods is going to leave the PGA and go to that Saudi Arabian live thing. Because that group of people knows how to handle women complaining. Tiger will never have to worry about his tampon joke in the Saudi Arabian-run live tournament. There's a woman who is mad at you, Tiger. Oh, no. Should I apologize? It's been dealt with. Oh. Oh. She will no longer be complaining. I watched a show this weekend someone sent to me. 
and I've watched it before. Uh, it's called uh, My Strange Addiction. It's on the Learning Channel. Is it over? Or are they doing new? I don't know, but this was one new to me. Uh, and it was a kid. It looked newer, like the car was new. Er. Uh, the kid had to tell his dad that he uh, is uh, having a sexual relationship with the vehicle. What, what, what? Yeah. He's in love with his car. And then they go into the whole thing about what that, that's a real thing that some people have, the inanimate object. What's I mean, the term? I forgot the uh, name of it. They lunatic? It. The lunatic is the term. Brett's I mean, yeah. absolutely right. It's lunatic. But we coddle these things now. And, uh, you have to, yeah, it, well, there's an objective file. That's the thing. And then this is a subset of it that's an automobile something something. Okay. But you're right. It's objective file. You find objects sexual. Because I've seen the episode where the guy had blow up things. Like he'd have, you know, like a pool floaties blow up shark or and he was having sexual thoughts about that and he had to tell his best friend that i'm in love with inflatables i have sex with inflatables regularly <laughs> not inflatable girls but like you know a big pokemon that he can blow up and all that and he rubs up against him. and then the kid had to tell his dad and his dad's standing there and he says i have to tell you something because i have an intimate relationship with this vehicle that we're we're leaning on here and the dad's face was just like hmm? you called cameras for this and he's like, what? He's like, yeah, I have a sexual relationship with the car, with this brand of, this car I've got. And his dad's just staring at him. You can just see it. Like, I want to hit him so hard. Like, I just want to bury this kid in the ground. I don't, I've raised a nut. First of all, if that's true, why did you bring the crew in? So, right. So, so now it's to embarrass dad. So, and, and just to be, and he's like, so, and his dad's kind of like, explain this to me. What? And he goes, well, I, I feel intimate, emotional love. For the car, I don't feel it for people. I feel it for the car. And he's like, and this is normal. He goes, it's very normal. And, and you can tell the dad wants to go, is, is the furthest thing from normal ever, or there wouldn't be cameras here. But And it, it, the kid has to know it's not. And so he, he's like, all right, what, what, is, what do you do? And he's like, can you have sex with it? And he said, yeah. He goes, it's a lot of like rubbing up and down or finding creases. And he goes, with the car. He's like, yeah, and I've never, ever seen, again, high five from Dr. Lynn, yeah. get to book your appointment today. I, like, there has to be a rule where you can break up with your kids. There has to be, because if your wife does something, you can, you can, legally, you can get rid of your wife, right? And she can get rid of you. Like, if you were a husband and you said, I have sex with the car, and your wife said, that's enough, it would be like, nobody would bat. But because it's your kid, you're somehow, like, if Kirby said she has an intimate relationship with the vacuum, you could, and, but it's not going to change, and, you're, and you you can break up with her. Like there has to be a Cordell and Cordell for saying I'm divorcing my kids. And there I'm has going to, to adopt the vacuum. There has to be a a bigger drawer at the fire department for the ones who turn like 15, and you're still legally obligated to them to break up with them. You should be allowed to break up with your kids in that moment because I saw this poor guy who's done probably the best, and he even says at one point he goes, uh, "Is this because I wasn't around enough?" Is this somehow my fault? Because that's what he feels like, and it is. He did something wrong. What happened? Where did what, the, uh, what's going on? Yeah. And and you can tell his heart is just shattered. <laughs> and he's old enough to drive, right? The oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, 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 he might have been in his early twenties. Gotcha. But there has to be a moment. It's like you know what? I think I'm going to file some paperwork, and we're going to call this. This is over. Like I don't like legally. I don't want any more. Well, let's cut the cameras and let's get you some help. <laughs> right. Well, no, that's the thing. He said, "Do you need?" Help? I was like, "No, I don't need help." The one thing, he's like, this is not something I need a psychiatrist to fix. Don't try to fix it was a thing. Don't try. 
This is my. This is what I love. I and, and he, at one point the dad goes, "Well, you always were kind of a weird kid." <laughs> and then he goes, "Well, I was a loner. I was a. I was. I didn't get along with the other kids." And he's like, "I didn't know that it would lead to this, but I guess what the f- is going on?" And the poor dad just sat and just like, "Okay." And then he kind of came around because I think the cameras made him feel like if I act like a dick, I'm the bad guy here somehow. But there has to be like a new, like I want to start a law firm for like, are you tired of them? Do you want to divorce your kids? I get it. Well, if he's in his twenties, he's old enough. You basically sure, but you're, I mean, you're let's, on your own. let's well, yeah, but up to twenty five, he's probably still in the car insurance. I'm not paying that kid's car insurance anymore. If he's if he's if he's me f- F one fifty, I'm not paying one hundred and thirty dollars a month for that. There's no added. Uh insurance price just to co- cover the uh, collision yeah. or whatever. I'm not, you're not on my phone anymore. You're I'll not, cover you, but not your car. You're not on the family plan. You're not invited over for things. Yeah, but just, we're just, we just need to divorce legally and not make it a thing where you have to feel obligated to stay with one of those things. It, it, it's just, in that moment, I'm like, this guy needs a lawyer to help him separate from this person as if it were his way. And you can say, we can still be friends. But, you know, call me Tim now from now on. No more dad. That's enough. I'm divorcing you. I can't. This is not a normal. You're not normal. And if, the, if you were one of my coworkers, I wouldn't hang out with you. But I feel like I have to because you're my son. Let's just end it. And make, make that okay. When parents abandon their kids, uh, it needs to be more understood. Because I'm watching these shows where the kids are and like. so the kid had no uh, friends. No, he did a couple, but I mean, none of them. That he was attracted to the vehicle, like yeah. the car is his thing. Look, I'm a car guy, and I love my cars, but not like <laughs> yeah, that. You don't want to stick in no. it. And if you might you have voice. tried it once, you know, eh, whatever. It's a guess. I think You've I never crossed the line. No, I've never crossed the line with my car. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've come close. There's a lot of little nooks and crannies and jeeps. You're like, I think I could probably bury myself in that. And you give it a run. In the tenth or twelfth time, you realize this is just dirty. Nobody should have sex with their car, ever. And if you do, and you don't want help for it, your parents should be allowed to dismiss you as human beings. That's it. But, I, it, like, we have this rule where it's like, it's your kid, you got to stick with it. That, why? 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 We can divorce wives. We can divorce husbands. We can eliminate people from our lives at work, and you can quit your job. The only thing you can't quit is your kid. And I think we should legally uh, allow that. After 12. For, for me, it would be... Um I think I could do it if I felt like I did 100%, like I I did everything I could yeah. for him. Then somehow or yeah. another, you, yeah, there just has to be Similar, something. I mean, it's like any kind of relationship. Well, like I've done my part. Right. I feel like I gave it 100%. Absolutely. But and that's if it's a not going to work, it's not going to work. Right. This isn't working out. Yeah. I think there, I think there so needs to I be parent to child, this isn't working out. Yeah. I've done everything I can. I just can't. I don't understand. I'm going to let you go. I should have went and visited Dr. Lynn. Right. I didn't. And that's my mistake. I've done the best I can. I, and you have to stick it out for 16 years. We need to just make it. Look, it's just not working out. What do you mean? It's just not working out. And I guarantee you half of these little mental brain games of I have sex with the car or I think I'm one of 350 different genders would go away if parents were allowed to abandon you, like legally. I know this is tough, but picture yourself if you're a parent. Yeah. And you had objectophile son yeah. or a drug addict son. Yeah, you do what you can. Which can't. would you Oh, uh, drug addict. I'll take the drug addict a thousand times over again. Really? Yeah, because there's places and stuff set in stone that are kind of like, here's how you help a drug addict. Whether it works or not, that's different. But there's at least a, an avenue to go down. Objectophile, a, a kid who has sex with a car, is a nutbag 
all by himself out on an island, and there's no real knowing how to fix that. And plus, it, it, now it's on TV, so you're forever remembered that way. Here's the difference. Five years from now, let's say your kid, uh, I find out, and you are accepting of it, that she uh, she goes and, and gives the Lincoln a good <laughs> now and again. Yeah. And I know about it, right? And then, uh, and then you got another kid who's doing heroin, and I know about that. Five years from now, your kid that's off heroin, I'm proud of him. Five years from now, the kid that was the car maybe has stopped, but that's forever. Are both? I'm always going to think, you know, that kid used to try to Brady's Lincoln all the time, and he caught her, and that's a thing. And then the other kid's off of heroin. That's a good deal. But the kid that was the car is always the kid that the car. So it's it's never ending. Yeah, that doesn't But what I'm wondering about is, um, one, are both... Uh, I guess would be yes. Relapse, they could have relapse. Oh, they could have a relapse, and yeah, they're in a parking because lot. Because you're, you know, the heroin thing, you know for sure. It's yeah. just it's day by day. Yeah, and your daughter. I wonder if the in the parking lot at Stake Forty Four, eyeballing that uh, hood ornament off of a Bentley, thinking, well, okay, I got to get back on the pony. Until this moment right now, I never thought there'd be anything worse than having a heroin addict as a kid. But, you know, I've... <laughs> oh, no, there's there's worse. I never thought there's that, worse. but now, wow. Eyes yeah. wide open. Yeah. This one says, why wouldn't you just, uh, on TV, knock that kid's teeth out? <laughs> like, yeah, that would have been a nice option. But, again, the slippery uh, acceptance world that we live in, you can't have... My dad, you doing what to the Jeep? I, uh, I... Pretty regular. It's my boyfriend. Oh, and he was calling the car a boy, so he's also gay with it. And I don't know how that worked, but he, he the, and he and the dad was just like, "I gotta, I gotta accept this." My dad would have just t- here. Give me the keys. You're not, you're not grown up enough to have a car if you're the car. You, you can't treat your things better than this. I'm still gonna go in the garage, and I'm still gonna the jeep, Dad. No, you're not. You're not allowed in the garage. You're, in fact, you're not allowed here anymore. I'm gonna put you in an in an asylum. I would have been in a padded room and right. My dad would have been right. And no one would have known about it. And I wouldn't have signed any sort of paperwork that said, yeah, go ahead, air this on TLC. Could you imagine the meanest dad in the world of that um, addicted program? The dad just takes it down to the junkyard and cubes the car. Cubes the car and then takes you right to the nut house and goes, get in. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. What? You're, th- are, you, are you assuming that I'm going to f- tolerate you putting me on TV and saying you f- cars? You're going to the nut house. Here's your boyfriend now. You don't love me. You don't love me. Right. How could I? You're an insane person. Before I read about you on the news, firing away in a parking lot at a college, I'm going to try to get you in a nut house. You're going to a nut house. We need to reopen all the nut houses. They closed so many of them saying, well, it's not right to call them nuts. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. It's crazy, but this whole show, I was, a, I, look, half of it I know is, is theater that, that, you know, everybody had to sign papers to be part of it. So dad was a little bit nutty in the first place to go, sure, I'll go on TV. I'm not doing it. How right. much? <laughs> well, they don't pay them. That's the worst part. Oh, if there was a big oh, well, check of free that. treatment, uh, maybe they offer them free treatment. Uh, it would have to be. And that would be the deal. It's like, look, I'll embarrass my entire family. But you guys have to pay for his treatment. That's what Dr. Phil always does. I do like that about Dr. Phil. He'll bring a nut bag on. And they say, I, I, I love to cars and stuff. And then Dr. Phil will be like, you know, that's crazy, right? We're going to pay for your therapy. And we're going to, if you agree to leave today, Dr. Phil always throws in that last moment of like, it's a, it's, it's kind of like a carnival bar. It's a one time only offer. 
We'll get it to you, but we got a car waiting and a plane ready to go. You're going out to my my friend's place in Georgia, and you can stay. Then we'll pay for it, but only if you take it. It's like a timeshare. Take it today, or the the deal's out. He only wants to help you if it can be like you give him a yes right then and there. And then they like he's the person says yes, and they film him getting in the car and driving away. We got him the help they needed, and everything seems good now. And he's all proud of that, but he he doesn't really want to help him. He wants him. He wants to force him to say yes that day. But, yeah, you, you should be able to say, oh, my kid went crazy. And people should understand it. I abandoned my son. Why? Oh, yeah, he came to me and told me he cars, and I'm like, ah, I want a divorce. <laughs> I don't even know if you'd say that. No, because people would be like, where'd your like, son well, go? We but have, but that's the problem. Out. That would be the toughest thing. That's the All thing. Right. Cause it's like he loves his car. Sometimes you'll talk to a guy. <laughs> sometimes you'll talk to him and go, I haven't seen him for a while. We've been in this situation. We're like, hey, how is everything? I got divorced. What happened? Oh, I found out she uh, she f- like 800 dudes every yeah. single day of our marriage. Like, no kidding. Yeah. I was oblivious to it. And I found out that this was like she's addicted. She's a prostitute. Found out my my wife's a prostitute. Oh. And then so you don't really want the information, but the dude tells you anyway. We should make it more acceptable. It's like, hey, how's the family? Oh, I got rid of my kid. Oh, no kidding. You guys broke up? Yeah, he was in the car. Oh, well, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. He was Reckon what? it? We shouldn't, no. we shouldn't frown on parents who say goodbye to their children who the garage parts. Ooh, I understand. Yeah, oh, no, that makes sense to me. What's, do, you, do you keep in contact? Nah, Facebook. You know, one of those things. Like, we shouldn't be so down on the parents. Well, you got to try harder. Why? Well, I've done enough damage. Shouldn't we be apart? Like, this person was with me for 16 years and started the, the Peugeot. I don't think it's a good idea for me to be around him anymore. I think I might be responsible Parents for this. Parents get blamed. They're right. And that's what, like, the more I'm with him, what's next? What's he going to start blowing Peterbilts? Yeah, it was just best if we just parted. I wasn't good for him. He wasn't good for me. I think about, um, at the time, Bruce Jenner's mom, when Bruce became oh, Caitlin. Yeah. And had the you know the sit down with him. I had a son for sixty four years. Yeah, she was going to be tough. Yeah, and everybody applauded. Like so, if she said, "Well, I had a son for sixty four years, and now it's a daughter," I don't really have a. Yeah, but the, people in their eighties just don't give a flying f- anymore. It was anymore. the right yeah. time. <laughs> was, yeah, you're just telling like, "Hey, by the way, I'm going to be a woman." Like, what do I got? Eight months left. I can tolerate this for eight more months. What is it? A baseball season of me dealing with your f- insanity? Okay, I'm checking out. Like, Jimmy Carter probably just found out his son wants to be a woman. You know? All right, put me in hospice. <laughs> Rosalind. I'll check out Rosalind. I didn't know this was going to be a thing. I'm going to hospice. Well, you're not even sick anymore. I'm going to be. If he keeps talking in that dress. But, yeah, I just, I, watching that show, I, I came up with the idea, we need to be nicer to parents that have abandoned their kids. We don't know their story. He can't abandon a young one. We should celebrate him. You know, you, it, that's the thing, like you said, like you, you've done all you can. But 17, and the kid comes to you and goes, by the way, I f- cars. You're like, yeah, I'm bad for you. We need to break up. If you they know, can be emancipated at 14, right. you can emancipate well, Yes, and there, we need to stop frowning on that. Well, what happens to them? Who cares? What I was doing to them isn't right. The kid was f***ing the Peugeot. Yeah, I caught him. With a mouthful of tailpipe, and the uh, it's time we broke up. I, uh, th- well, this isn't your working Kia out. Soul can pay the bills. <laughs> right. This isn't working out. Well, if your girlfriend's going to live here, she's going to start kicking in. Oh, it's a car. I know. You're the f- lunatic that bangs it. I love you, Aztec. If Alex Toledo, if Alex came to you and said, hey, I got to let you know that I've been pretty much having a pretty toward affair with your car when you're not, you know, when you're asleep. 
And uh, look, dude, that girlfriend of yours really <laughs> messed you up. Right. Do you need to talk to me about being normal? Because you keep this up, and if you want me to pretend this is normal, you're going to be doing it with your arm strap behind your back and one of those real long-armed coats. Which uh, I think what is frustrating for the parent, you know, the dad is like, I never saw any signs. Or yeah. like, you know, when did he fall for the car? Yeah. How could I have gotten this early and said, well, no, this signs. is... Yeah. There a lot of always, yeah. there's, there's always something the kid just <laughs> strokes the door a little long. To, hey, hey, just open the door. I see that. What are you do this weekend? Yeah. Work on the car? <laughs> the, the the thing that always, like, I love Bill Burr's last special. because I, I feel like Bill Burr, like, I might write for him and don't even know I do. But when he did the thing, and I just love the way he said that. He's like, remember about 20 years ago when somebody would start acting up and going crazy? Two guys would show up and go, hey, buddy, how you doing? Making a lot of noise today. You should put this giant jacket on and then, you know, strap him up and take him away. We don't have that anymore. <laughs> we have TV shows that make the guy hearing the news that his son is having sex with a f- Ford, he's the bad guy. The dad would, he, the only person that can look bad in this scenario is the dad if he reacts wrong. And we all wish the dad would go, shut the f- up. I'm going to beat the lights out of you if you tell me that uh, you have sex with this car again. Everybody wants him to be that world's longest cry dad. <laughs> That's what we're the. <laughs> that dude's awesome. Though. I kind of want that too. So, how did the show end? Uh, the marriage. The guy married his female. <laughs> He married a Fiat. Well, he's mad mainly because it was an Italian car, and it, you know they're Jewish. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't stick around to see how it ended. I think the, the dad was accepting, and then I'm like, "Well, this is." And then I was off. He's of my like own. To, to end it. Okay, yeah, I accept. Yeah. Get yeah. the cameras out of here. I wandered off into my own show in my head. I'm like, "Well, what do I want to see out of this? I want to see at the end he's got an option to divorce his. He can divorce his son." Like you're right. I didn't know. Like it's. Great that you've looked into that, that kids can emancipate oh, yeah. at 14. See, I, I appreciate that. And we need to stop frowning on that. We have to understand more that parents are like, look, we were together for 14 years. Uh, it was a good long run, and he went nuts, and I think I had something to do with it. So I think I was bad for him, and he was bad for me, and it just needed to f- end because I'm not allowed to put him in a nut house. My friend was 20 when he decided that John Waite and the Dalai Lama said, chop your head off. Oh, jeez. And he tried to. And then he jumped off a second-story balcony and landed, and his parents found him in the backyard, and like, and he lived, and they're like, all right, to the nut house with you. And it's that, time. You, you, they didn't, like, sit back and go, you know, the Dalai Lama and you were having a talk? I'm like, what's that like? No, they were like, oh, that's, that's pure, absolute f- crazy. Let's get you in a, in a place. And they did, and that's the right thing to do. Because he had gone, something happened. Chemically, he wasn't right anymore. As far as we know, he's better, but, you know, you're still going to have that. But, yeah, you asked the question, what would you rather have, a heroin addict or a guy <laughs> porking away on the Explorer? Uh, I'm taking the heroin guy. I think that's something we can More fix. accepted. Yeah. I mean, you know, at Thanksgiving or whatever, relatives get together. It's the heroin guys, like, just don't <laughs> offer many drugs or an alcoholic. But when the kid comes over, just don't talk about cars. Yeah, could you guys Uber? Everything so else is fine. So, don't bring up cars. So our driveway's empty? Because I can't have him facing all that temptation. I mean, it's bad enough we got to drive down Camelback and see all those dealerships. <laughs> John, the world has become an effing Jerry Springer show. It is. Jerry Springer is normal now. Yeah. Like, that's pretty, like, he would have a hard time coming up with this stuff. He's apologizing for his show now. Yeah. He's like, I think I had something I started, to do with this. I yeah. started this. Thing. Again, he, he feels was, like yeah. he, he's not wrong. Yeah. 
shining a light on this and then making it like, okay, this is out there. Then other people are like, oh, good. I'm normal. We need to put, again, shame and categorize things as like this is a shameful activity and you need to uh, be ashamed of yourself and stop it. Not uh, Having sex with cars is unusual and not normal and it makes you nuts. And I don't know what's around the corner, but I don't want to find out. So let's get you in a, in a big long jacket in a room that's just filled with white things and you'll get three meals a day and Doctors will talk to you, and you'll you'll understand what Rorschach tests are, and we'll all figure this out in the end. But I, if this is your normal, I don't want to know what you think unusual is. And usually that manifests itself uh, with an AR-15 in a parking lot, and everybody's like, well, I tried so hard to just be his friend. Nope, sometimes you have to tell them to, that, they're, that they're, they're absolutely crazy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Would you rather have a drug addict or a car humper? That's a tough one for you. Yeah, because I, I still, for some reason, I feel um, the car humper is uh, fixable. <laughs> so is a drug addict. No, I think addiction is oh, always there. That's what I'm saying. Mm. It never But leaves. the car sex is an addiction. It, I'm, I'm just, you know, in my mind, I'm hoping that's a phase. Yeah, Plus, you can correct How about this, this behavior. One's an addiction. One's yeah. a mental disorder. Right. Yeah, that I feel is correctable. But maybe I'm wrong. Plus, you get I a new car every six months. That's this kid right. would be going nuts. And yes, I realize. That's true. Fresh <laughs> meat. <laughs> you're, bringing, you're bringing metal pussy to the house constant. You're like a pimp. I mean, I like cars, like Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I like them, too, but. You know, I get I get emotionally attached. You probably do too, Brett. You get emotionally attached to cars. Like I couldn't, yeah. I can't sell this. Oh, yeah. Like I want this car forever. I have my white Jeep, and I've had offers and stuff. Like, yeah, something about this one, I'm keeping it. And it's in the shop right now. I broke something on it. It's but is it cost, majority of the time like she's it. a beauty? <clears throat> no. Or do you go? I've never said that about you. Yeah. I call it whitey. Uh, it was a good car. I've engendered it. I, I, I can tell you this. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, I call it whitey, and the black one's What's blacky. What's the black one? Blacky. <laughs> And we I like we'll say it at the house. They'll take Blackie because he's he's behind Whitey. He's blocking Whitey, which is rare. <laughs> oh, Whitey usually Whitey usually, Whitey usually holds Blackie back, but sometimes the flip flop happens. But I have Whitey and Blackie. I don't gender them because they're not they're not living creatures. I, I don't give it a. a oh, this is my fella. This is my big boy. Look at the dong on. Him. It's not. It's not a. It's not a an animal. Not a living thing. So, yeah, I don't even consider it like a friend. She's been a good girl. <laughs> I don't say that. That's creepy. <laughs> uh-uh. I was thinking immediately, because they, uh-uh. they, they have to stop that uh, in the military because, the, you know, the ships and stuff. They don't no, I think ships are still women. Maybe not. Yeah. You might be right. Maybe the Navy doesn't call ship she or anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just, it's it's time. It's time we had some normal guy. Uh, go on TV and say I want I want out with my kids. I want I want uh, Lerner and Rowe to have a moment. You got that husband and wife team. You got all Cordell and Cordell. Cordell and Cordell. They can there. break up with your wife. You can leave everybody in your. You can leave everyone. 
Except your kids. And Toledo has brought up to us all. Emancipation laws start at 14. He was kind of hoping and praying your boy had, had the wherewithal I to do that. Having the, you know, that's when your radar gets up. Did like, you tell him that? Tick, tick, tick. Oh, yeah. And somebody just, I just saw the title. I didn't read the email, but it just says Manchaka. Poor oh, Paul yeah. Manchaka Sr. will never be, and it's not, we're not helping, but Paul Manchaka Sr. is a legend on this show because his son, his namesake, Paul Manchaka Jr., Pretended to be mentally retarded 22 times that we know of to get his ass wiped by day-to-day caretakers in his parents' house while they were at work. And he'd pretend to be mentally challenged. This hits the news. And the only person I can think of is Paul Manchaka Sr. going to work. There's no escaping it. He gave him his name. He had to go to work the next thing. Hey, Paul, saw your kid on the news last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was thinking about your kid again. <laughs> She's laughing out loud at the fact that he's your name is now synonymous with a guy with a, a diaper full of poo pretending to be mentally retarded. There he is. Yeah, and then the worst ones are the stairs. I, got, I know you. I know, guys. I know he was on the news. They're banging on Paul Manchaka's door. That guy had to go through life normal. He's normal, but his kid was pooing and normal well, as best he can. Okay. His son vanity plates. It says wipies. And then what you do, you go to the, like, I watched the Dahmer special, and I was blown away right. at the dad. Right. Not going, I want a divorce. Yeah. The mom did. Yeah. She just basically eliminated herself, and the dad was like, no, I love you. I, I, he just couldn't let go. I, I, ooh. my kid turns into Jeffrey Dahmer. He's never seeing me again. Whatever I did, I'm going to get blamed. Ted Bundy. Absolutely. You get blamed for it He's anyway. gone. Yeah. I divorced him years ago, and then, you know, people say that, like, uh, you get a divorce, that guy got divorced, and he went crazy. Like, he's just not the same anymore. Women, too. After the divorce, she went nuts. We could say the same thing. Like, oh, he divorced his kid, and the kid went nuts. But it won't be his fault anymore. Cause like, like I think as Louis C.K. said, no one complains after a divorce. No. It's, no, no one. I'm really having trouble working on my divorce. Yeah. No, it's like, it's the best thing. Really having happened. trouble dealing with it. It just, is the best thing ever. We're not good for each other. Let's. Let's just cut this off now. Yep. I've tried for 17 years, and, and you just hit me with cameras and TV and TLC to tell me that you're uh, you're having sex with my car. So I, I'd like to end this relationship legally if we could. Please. That's it. Emancipation laws are awesome. Toledo, how close were you? Oh, at times. Ooh. The, really the, to talk about, did you bring like, it up to like him? downloading forms. Did you tell him, hey, here's emancipation stuff if you're interested? <laughs> no, I gave him the option a couple of times. Like, listen, if you don't think this is the right place for you to live, then let's start talking about <laughs> what that means. Oh, man. That's awesome. Some guy said, do you think uh, Paul Manchaka's dad would have preferred that his son just f- the Prius? <laughs> <laughs> or what he did? That's a great question. But either way, you got a nutbag on your hands. Time to put him away. Yeah, I just don't get it. Crazy people. Loads and loads of crazy people. Paul Manchaka. I'm sorry that we keep bringing you up. Poor guy. Poor bastard. We're on your team is what I'm saying. And if you never spoke to that kid again, I'd understand. Well, it's my son. I love him. I'm like, no, you shouldn't anymore. You should stop doing that. What, uh, I mean, I guess that's on us. But I'm saying, what if they are together and they're all cool? Who? What do you mean? Manchakas. Like, Oh, sure. You Native can work it out. Like, that's their world, right. more or less, I guess. But, but again, so long as look, they should have the option. <clears throat> Everybody's you don't have to get divorced from your wife when things go south, but you have the option. 
Yeah. Parents don't. You don't have the option to divorce your kids. And just say the, say the things that people say about, oh, I always care about her, but we're just not good for each other. And it's like, yeah, all right, whatever. I look at it, you know, the people that, the, that had the drug addict kid that bilked them out of money. Yeah. And they let them back around. And they're back in. And it's like, in a way, it's like, all right, well, good on them. I don't yeah. see that as beautiful I, but I don't know. I see that as a waste of, it's a mess. My aunt's got that. Yeah. Her 60-something-year-old son's living with her still. What? Yeah. He's been on drugs for 55 years. Have some self-respect for yourself. <laughs> right, but when she's tried to boot him, she can't. Whatever, you just got to eliminate it. I, I don't. You know, you just after. I'm a not while, saying about that situation. But after there, a while, but... you're just like, all right, you're do, you're doing it to yourself. It's like when your friends dating the hooker, and they break up, and you're like, good for you. You're gonna, and then they get back together, and then and t- 20 years from now, you're just like, well, we stopped talking because he the, he's with that hooker, and it's nothing but drama. Right. He should leave her. I mean, you can't say that about kids. He should leave them. Like, if I looked at Toledo and his son a few years ago, I'd have said, you should leave him. If it was legal, I mean, you should probably break up with him. Right, right. I don't think you're good for you each other. can't because I think uh, the reason being is people would ta- have taken that and like, well, all right, I'm done with him. Right. At that's four. my point. Yeah. Oh, Not yeah, at yeah. four. That's why that's so you got to go saying. like 15 or 16. Then- you can't do that. Like 15 or 16, you can start talking about Because like you said, emancipation's at 14. If they can start making that choice, so can you. And we need to stop frowning on it. I know some people right now have their kids trying to kill them. Kind of on a regular basis. And you're like, you know, it's got some stuff going on and it's trying to kill them. It'll occasionally pop up and try to kill one of the parents. And nobody knows what to do. And I'm like, you divorce it. You, you divorce the child. Can we stop the killing? Can't you like a car <laughs> right. or something? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> every once in a while, the kid pops its head up and goes, guess what's going to happen tonight? I'm going to try to kill mommy. Uh, yeah, God, be on your mind it because at least she's given fair warning. So they lock the door and they keep the kid out and. I don't know, like a teenager, but it occasionally goes bananas, and they're like, put it in a home. Oh, we couldn't. Like, what are you, crazy? (laughs) Put it in That thing needs to be far, far away from you. (laughs) But I love her so much. Like, it doesn't love you back. This is like a dog that bites. Uh, You can love it all you want, but it needs to be rehomed. It hates you. (laughs) Dr. Lynn should have a statue downtown. (laughs) Um, Like one of those dictator ones that's like 75 feet tall. (laughs) St. Lynn. And he just, like, he, he, he... Led the sperm away from the egg. Yeah, it's crazy. But watching that TLC show, a guy just banging away on his car and looking at his dad like, hey, asshole, guess what I do? And you have to accept it because if you react poorly, you're the one that looks bad. That's why Dr. Phil is so great. You realize what you're doing is terrible to your parents. You're a horrible human being, but we can get you help. I don't know what I need help for. The kid was acting like And how many of them go through that show and refuse the help? I know. That's the weird one. I don't need it. I'm not doing it. We can take care of this. Whatever. And then Dr. Phil shuts that weird fifth grade notebook he carries around. (laughs) Have you noticed that every show he's got one of those fifth grade three ring binders? My staff put this together in a three ring binder from 1988 and I'm I'm using it. He's, it's That's brilliant. why he's down to his last season. Right? Yeah, he's he's like, we're out of binders. This isn't working. <laughs> the binders are expensive. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I got a wall of these things. Like, put it on an iPad. Nope, binder. But yeah, the, uh, we got to be able to do that. My buddy texts me. He's got his two kids now. And one is like a baby, and the other one's like three or four. And he goes, I admire men with freedom. And I'm like, divorce them. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I'm like, I know. So don't. Don't look at other guys now. That's the thing. You just you got to just keep your eyes on the prize. Like, this is your life now. 
because I told you him. You did this. Yeah, you did this to yourself. <laughs> like, if you, you started your house on fire, now you're looking at mine going, his isn't on fire. Like, but I really love him. And I, but, man, I, I wish I didn't uh, have all this uh, trappings. of like, well, there's nothing to do about that. And then his biggest concern came up is that uh, he's worried one will eventually try to kill him. And that's that's got to be something to think about. <laughs> Am I raising a, a killer? They're out there. Somebody has to raise them. Look at your kid today and just ask. You're not thinking about killing anybody, are you? Are you having sex with a car? Because I've seen that, too. What if I was? Oh, God. I'm never... I'm, I'm, I, I just... I think I'm setting my ways enough to never be that woke. <laughs> to never be that accepting of that. You come to me and say you're a non-binary objectophile. I'm just going to go, all right, long coat. We're getting the long coat. Alex is kind of the Uber for his, his crew. It's like he's the one that drives everywhere. So I'm like, every time I go and I kind of check out his car and I find stuff in it, I'm like, all right. Who's this? Cheers. He's Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Yeah. He's Michael yeah. Irvin. Yeah. Cheers. How many of these crack else? pipes belong Daddy to you? Boy. I'll right now, Daddy. That this, is a large Tupperware with basil in it, Alex. What is going on? <laughs> you can't divorce him for that, but man, it's got to be a... No, I wouldn't divorce him for that, but still, yeah. I'm like, Jesus, But man. if you found like... Are you trying to cover your tracks? By the way, here's another thing you got to worry about with your kids. Uh, they're done with fentanyl, and they're adding horse tranquilizer to it now. What? So the Narcan doesn't work. <laughs> so like, you know what? We can let's That's come up why with they a drug. wanted the Narcan to be over the counter, right? Because because the fentanyl it fixes it. Like if you're starting to overdose, that stuff will reverse it most of the time. Now they're adding horse tranquilizer to the fentanyl, and it's like uh, this keeps the Narcan from working. Oh boy, give me more of that. <laughs> they're all bananas. How high do you need to be? The cops are saying it's a zombie effect. If you see, like, zombie people, that's the horse tranquilizer plus fentanyl. And I'm like, wow. I, 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 like, somebody even told me this is horse tranquilizer. And I'd be like, oh, what is it? Is it? If it was a steak with horse tranquilizer, and I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> I don't know how you get to a point in your life where You're horse tranquilizer seems... Ocean or Steak 44, and they bring you out a presentation. <laughs> the huge syringe. Would you like uh, peppercorn or horse tranquilizer? I'm like, huh? peppercorn. What are you doing? Like, well, who who would eat this? Oh, you'd be surprised how popular the horse tranquilizers become. <laughs> I am. I'm shocked. I'm shocked beyond belief <laughs> that anyone would say this has horse tranquilizer in it. You're like, okay, give me some of that. That's a, it's absurdities one after the other. And the news tells us to us like, oh, well, there's horse tranquilizer in your kid's fentanyl now. That's <laughs> the least of your concerns is the fentanyl. And your kid's got horse tranquilizer also. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Lynn, a 90-foot statue oh, yeah. of St. Lynn. Because, man, oh, man, the last thing you need is your kid dabbling around with fentanyl horse tranquilizer and coming to you going, I got a problem. I'm like, yeah, you do. You're not in a long coat in a padded room, and you're about to be. <laughs> Tossing them in those rooms used to be a great way to fix stuff. They'd come out of there goofy, but they went in goofy. So you, you got a goofball. You're not going to get a perfect one out of that. I think that's the problem is everybody that tries to fix their kid expects them to come out like a shiny new object. They're still the goofball that went in. And now they're just kind of – they're a broken vase that's all glued back together. That's basically what they are. And so you, you're never going to have a normal one. Well, that's that's your feeling, Brady, is that you can send your goofball away and, and they're fixed. And they'll come back better. Yeah. They're never normal again. They're never better. Right. Quick well, lobotomy, it's all fixed. That no, used, used to be the way. It used to be the way. And you know what is a better time? Put that ice pick up the nose. Make America great again. <laughs> I have no issues with that. Oh, what is, 
Uh, again, if, if, how, how down on Toledo would we be if he's like, guys, I gotta, I gotta take next week off. I'm lobotomizing Alex. What happened? Well, he broke out some cameras and tried to tell me that he, he's, he's f-ing the Prius, and, <laughs> and uh, I took him in, and we're gonna, we're gonna remove the frontal lobe, <laughs> so he can't do any more damage. Like this is, he's so broken. <laughs> that I don't want him telling me that. I'm not even going to risk fixing it. I'll send you away once. And if you come back yeah. and start f***ing the car again, that's it. Your front of your brain's leaving. We're going we're gonna to put that thing in your mouth and electroshock you, and then we're going to eliminate that frontal lobe and zombie you up. It used to work. People hate lobotomies. But, man, did it work. Why'd you do it? Oh, he f- the car, and then he was pretending to be retarded, and he was pooping on people. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, of course you took his frontal lobe out. That makes sense. He was a problem for society. He thought he was like 61 genders. He wanted to spend his life as a baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. We should be able to divorce them. Oh, you have plenty of local examples. You're right. That baby man. B- baby man wasn't causing harm. The second baby man started to be a problem. Then you look at him and go, all right, you're also nuts. You're allowed to be nuts on your own. The second you're dragging other people in, and again, if you have a baby man as a kid, you can divorce it. That's my point. Like you can say, you're, you're, if, if, if Kirby came home in a bonnet and was like, now baby girl. I'm like, no, you're not. You're nuts. And I'm going to put you in a home or you're leaving. That's, those are your options here. There's two options. You can volunteer to check into the hospital or I'm going to put you in the hospital. Those are the, otherwise, you're on your own. You don't accept me as a little baby? <laughs> no, I don't. And you're f- pissing me off. We're at dinner. Could you get the pacifier out? <laughs> no, that's acceptance. If you've gotten to the point, well, of course, you're going to have dinner before you drop her off. But... I always think of Thanksgiving <laughs> dinners with yeah, the family and stuff. You're always thinking about a big meal. I understand. <laughs> that makes sense. The family gets But how good would that be if she's in her big yellow bonnet with her, her bow peep thing and the whole family's like, what's going on? Oh, just run with it. She thinks she's a baby. Like, oh, we're, we're not putting her away? We're going to put her away, right? Well, after we eat in the Bogan household. That's she's the, blowing a gasket right yeah. now. We can't find her binky. <laughs> Kirby Derb, do you mind taking the pacifier out during dinner? Daddy, I'm not a big baby. <laughs> put her in the home. <laughs> put her in the home. And if she keeps, and if it doesn't work, take that frontal lobe loose and just let her sit and veg and drool all over the car. It's better than the op, the whatever she was doing. Yeah, which optic is better? Local DJ calls for <laughs> reinstatement of lobotomies is the dream here. <laughs> that's, oh. the, that's the headline I dream Stephen of. Holmberg. Stephen that, Holmberg once Steve. again. At it again. <laughs> Stephen Holmberg wants to lobotomize your kids. You have no f- idea how much. Like, like 90% of them need a nice, half their frontal lobe removed. Horse tranquilizer and fentanyl, and I've got to feel sorry for you? No. Anyway. It's bananas. Brett, again. Oh, high five. <laughs> Big one. You Worst. have to go home today and go, Kirby, I know you're a good girl, but you know not to take horse tranquilizer, right? What do you mean, no? Oh. Kirby wants it. Kirby has it. But not horse tranquilizer. Daddy's got a problem. Right. Well, Daddy's going to go to Mexico and get you some. Right. Kirby needs it. At least it's safe when I get it. You have to at least have the conversation. Like, listen, do we need to talk about this fentanyl stuff? No, Dad, I'm not an idiot. Brady's swinging that door yep. open at the tax art. Hi there, Chief. Looking for a little horse track. <laughs> babies How in, much? Babies in need of some downtime. How much? What's it running? <laughs> you got a BOGO? I'll make that? sure, Kirby, if you're going to do this, buy it right. Tell you what, I'll bring you up on the morning cup. 
you shave off a couple hundred bills. <laughs> Come from on this. now. That's expensive. No, you, you just don't accept it and you move on. Anyway, what are you going to do? The whole world's gone nuts. It's President's Day. We need a president that comes out and says your kids are bananas again. And all this coddling. It's all this coddling. I admire Toledo for handing his kid emancipation papers and saying, you don't like it? Here you go. <laughs> That's what my dad would have done. Oh, you don't like it here? Great. Options are, there are options endless. Eight. It was chief running options. water for yeah, me. I know you. Up. You were uh, you were early on. Yeah, your parents used bigotry and a threat of yeah. going to live with people of color. You don't it's, straighten it's up. Straightened you right up. <laughs> you want to go live with people of color, Brady? No. <laughs> and then shape God, up, no. shape up, or you're going to chief running waters. Oh God, that sounds savage. Chief running water. <laughs> Brady was threatened. Get on the phone with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of um, musical appreciation on Press? Uh, Wake Up Song is brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Wintertime has been hitting up north again, cool. so it's time to get, it's time to get those snowboards More and tomorrow. those skids ready to go. Yeah, they said Wednesday is going to be the windy hammered day yeah. in the history of northern Arizona, and I'm like, yeah. how as well that we know of, you know. <laughs> Uncle Jed's weather system in 1912 yeah. isn't as reliable as we want it to be. But, yeah, they, it's going to be like 90-mile-an-hour hurricane-force winds along with snow. It's going to freeze the air, which is awesome. Yeah, so head on over to Action. They're going to hook you up with everything you need to get up uh, up north. Or if you don't want to go up north, it's too far for you. Hey, hit the trails. they got all the mountain bike stuff you're going to need. ActionRideShop.com. Or, of course, just go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Kill Switch Engage, Metallica. Volbeat, uh, clutch twice, strapping young lad in flames, ministry. The Beatles making an appearance or wow. drive my car. <laughs> uh, Jesus built my heart. And then we got Fear Factory cars. <laughs> oh, so. that's it. All right. For the guy who bangs cars. Yeah. I like that. The Beatles drive my car is such a great song, too. Baby, you can drive my car. But we ask that you don't f it afterwards. <laughs> it was a better world when you we didn't ever hear about somebody who f the car, unless it was to say that they've been taken away. I, as a kid, as a, a teenager, as a 20, 30, 40 year old, I never once heard about people having sex with vehicles ever. <laughs> because if they did, it was buried and they were taken away. And now I've seen it several shows and several times that there's a lot of them out there and that they have to be hugged. I don't get it. It needs to. The world needs to be. Uh, we need to reopen nut houses, and we need to start stuffing people in there. Too sweet. What are the odds that there's a Pornhub category for banging cars? A hundred percent. I don't even want to look. <laughs> and that is, you know, again, I, I always say porn drives the trends. Yeah. Uh, that part of porn didn't help. You know, you take the good with the bad, and it's it's made technology go on into the you know. People watching stratosphere, the feet hit gas pedals, all the fetishes. Well, that's a foot thing. Foot feet fetish. doing things, that's fine. At least it's human. I can understand why you find another human being's body part attractive. The car, inanimate objects, we're right out. You're going into the nutty bin. And bring if you take bringing the, home the love doll, you, if it's too much, if you fall in love with it, you're crazy. Yeah. I understand. I've had sex with inanimate objects that he purchased at fascinations that dismembered mouth and that weird little butt. I've done it. 
But if I started to have a relationship with it, it's time to pull my frontal lobe. It's over. Set a place for my butt. <laughs> Coming home for dinner. Right, if I took it out and placed it on the table to eat with it, I'm like, what's that? It's my girlfriend. It's my lady. That is nothing more than a <laughs> receptacle and get it off my table. You're not putting your jack rag on my dinner ah. table. You let his girlfriend stay. That's a human being. Those are allowed here. That isn't. I love her. All right, to the nutty bin with you. You're going in. Here's your long coat. Uh, it's cars for any of you who have a kid who's doing it. And I'm sorry if there's somebody out there with their head down going, my kid does the car thing. <laughs> somebody out there probably. It's gross. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.